that's uh, five hundred. Splitter's probably ninety. So we're looking at six hundred dollars, right there. <coughs> yeah, let me just pull that on my. By all means. <laughs> I mean, what? welcome to Shame Watching. Feel free to dive into those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we bring in a movie that either we or our guests love, but society constantly ridicules them for. We look in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, hoping to keep society at bay while we watch these movies like the miracles that they are. I'm James Fight. To my right is Kenny Madison, Cheap Archivist of FlatFilms.com. Across from him is. Airway! <laughs> That's like an air raid siren. <laughs> Salinas. And I got a head rush doing that. Anything for Salinas. Huh? Anything what? for Salinas. I just Anything for Salinas, yes. <laughs> Y'all will watch that movie. What does that mean? Uh, oh my god. Okay. So, Salina. Um, Olivia, I'm sorry. Uh, she should take it. Yeah, also, Olivia's mo- in the studio today. Olivia! Yes, I just came back from a Selena band, so oh, I'm on. Yeah, that's music. why. I'm, yeah, that's why I'm giving you a death stare. Me in the eyes. Yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. Now, now She's I a person, okay. not I'm just sorry, a music. <laughs> I we're, felt that. We're gonna watch the movie. And our um, special guest today is Alan Smith. Yeah. For I believe the third time. How many three-time guests have you guys had, Jared? <laughs> That's yeah, the only yeah. one. Wonderful. You, you don't count. You're part of the team. Uh, that's that's harsh, James. I mean, you, she's been she on. death stared me <laughs> earlier. I don't want to hear it. You were counting Patreon episodes. She's done more than three then. Yeah, man. She might be four or she's five, Olivia. part of the crew. Could you stop? It doesn't we matter. We her money. It, it doesn't matter. I, I give you money, too. True. I mean, I do, too, so. True. Yeah, you're Alan's part of the crew. Wait, He's no, part of the crew. Wait, do He's I get paid by myself? Uh, With no, laughs and delight. Yeah, That's why you go to EA. Uh, or yeah. work. Uh, no, you got it. Okay, Dude, cool. Have you ever met the It's in the Game guy? No. Damn it. <laughs> hey, did you know that well, from the, mo- the month of November, we're covering our favorite shame watches and just being thankful for all the terribleness <laughs> it gives us? This month, that's just our show. That's you could have said that in January. Pacific Rim. What? What? (laughs) This is a very special occasion. Is it? Because it's our first Del Toro. Oh, you're right. Probably our last Del Toro. Stop it! Well, he he, yeah yeah no his movies are great, including this one. Well, this one is also great, but this one I feel like fits the Shame Watch purview. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other ones would just be considered great by anyone. Yeah, no one's going to be like, I'm, I'm, my guilty pleasure is Pan's Labyrinth. Now, <laughs> let mean, me tell you why. <laughs> except for maybe Blade 2. You know did, what? what? You're not wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. Del Toro did. And you know it's Del Toro <laughs> because the vampires got very Del Toro-ish. <laughs> very Del Toro-ish. They had like a, a an opening jaw that had like more teeth. Yeah, and that's Del Toro. Yeah. You're like this. There's like five kaijus that had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It, yeah. It was, I, I, I watched this and I think my initial reaction was maybe if this was 90 minutes, this would be the perfect film. Ooh. Hot wrong. take, hot you're take, hot take. I think it should be three hours long. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine with it either being ninety minutes nah. or a nine nah. season series. Ooh, <laughs> the true anime. Let's make this an anime. I, I mean, to, if I was reading through some of the trivia, and I think they created like a hundred and thirty kaiju. What? Oh yeah, yeah. And each week, the staff had to vote on their favorite. Yeah, they're like, which? Because in all honesty, there's maybe six, six seven, seven total. Yeah. There are not yeah. many fights in this movie. Which yeah. is great. Just yeah. like a real a- anime. Absolutely. Yeah, and and the fights are 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 nice, condensed, <laughs> worth it, and uh, fun. And that's the episode, gang. Yep. Correct. I can't think of a single reason <laughs> why anyone. We dislike this movie. Yeah, Kenny, can you provide us from with wow. some context? This is the quickest that we've gotten to it. <laughs> oh, to, well, Alan's to be honest, efficient. I think Alan might be our only episode on the Tron Legacy where we talked the whole movie. We did actually get an entire plot synopsis. Oh, I realized I'm going to break that. That's not. <laughs> what? Because I think we got to like minute 55 and we were like, we've, we've talked about the whole movie. <laughs> like, we've. We yeah, were very efficient. Three minutes of silence. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, <laughs> we're just like we got, still got studio time. And I was just like, you guys ever tried those Cajun spiced ruffles? I'm mad I missed that. And then we just 
whimpered the rest of the evening. So context, right. Kenny. Uh, boy, this might be the hottest, juiciest review that I've. Really? Pulled. Ooh. Really? Like angry? Are they angry? Y'all are gonna hate <coughs> this. Uh, from a review pulled. <coughs> Alan, are you done? No. <laughs> <laughs> from a review pulled from MovieJuice.com. Oh, that's why it's in a review thing. titled Pacific Rim by author Mark Ramsey, published uh, July 16th of 2019. Oh, that's this year. <laughs> Pardon? <sighs> Lay it on this, uh, Kendall. Okay. What is... Whoa. All right. This I'm UX sorry. is changing you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I command respect now. <laughs> uh, you command shift respect. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> That's not a button. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a good time. Uh, we're, we're fun people. Alan, you might not know this, but we like to... It's just like a loose conversation. Unlike other movie podcasts. Yeah. It's just like you're dropping in you're just yeah. having a conversation yeah. with your friends. I would know nothing about this. I've never once listened to this Well, we ever. appreciate <laughs> your money. <laughs> <laughs> your blind faith in money. <laughs> Do you think your mom has listened to this podcast? No. She doesn't know how to find it. My mom said she, but she still donates to the Patreon. Yeah, literally because well, she donated when it was still flat films. And then <laughs> we'll take it. So she she understands Patreon enough, but she doesn't necessarily understand how to download podcasts. Correct. But she knows how to support her son, and That's that is right. probably the and most important. That is important. actually yes, because <laughs> what they said. I yeah. always felt loved growing up, which some people can't say. Cause, yeah, because my uh, my mom said she listens to the podcast when she misses me, and Aww. I think that might have been the last time she listened was Shrek. Nice. So it's, <laughs> but she it's a great movie. She lives in San Antonio now, so it's uh, it's it's, it's harder it's harder to miss me. I came out to All Star by Smash Mouth in my improv show tonight, and it was uh, great. Wow. You're setting the groundwork there. I mm-hmm. love anytime someone asks me, "Hey, what do you want to play when you come out?" It's always "All Star" by Smash Mouth. For me, it's always Whitney. I just tell them any Whitney Houston song. Which, which Whitney Houston song? It honestly depends. I feel like I have a better night uh, with uh, or Tina. If if I come out to Proud Mary with Tina, it's gonna be a badass night. You just hold out. Um, but with uh, uh, with Whitney, it's probably gonna be "I Will Always Love You." So, Kenny, about that review. <laughs> In a review titled Pacific Kenny, what, what song do you like coming out to? Uh, Daft Punk is playing at my house by LCD Sound System. Oh, oh. right on. Right on. I dig it. <laughs> brag about it. And I, you just asked me a question. I was just I'm answering sorry. it. Aaron asked you. Well, something. it was just your I smirks did. that went along with your answers. Well, Alan, what, uh, what song do you like to come out to? Uh, Shut up and give us a review. <laughs> I love you, Alan. Robot Stop by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I'm sorry. Can we just go with that <laughs> name? Over? King Izzard and the Lizard. King, King Gizzard uh-huh. and the Lizard Wizard. Lizard Wizard. And the song is called Robot Stop. That is correct. Uh-huh. Much like King. what the reviewer said about this film. Oh, there we go. Oh, man. King Gizzard is the name of a truck stop somewhere. I can almost guarantee <laughs> it. <laughs> Welcome to King Gizzard. Uh, <laughs> you want... Uh, Wanna get fucked? <laughs> oh my God. I, what are your truck stops like in Ohio? I'm sorry, why is that not what happens here? I I just I Meet mean, me on the other hill. <laughs> uh you guys This is just the blowjob hill, it's not see the... that hill one day. No. Including you, Olivia, because you're part of the crew. Thank you. Uh, for real though, we need a Bowling Green sound effect. We've been, <laughs> we mentioned it too much, oh, just to let it go. Guys, by. did you know I'm from Bowling Green? Well, hey, <laughs> hey, they have swimmers there. They do have God swimmers there. Olympic He's an ice swimmers. skater, and he brought our town glory. You really didn't listen to your high school counselor when they said, "Quit just letting them get at you." They'll continue doing it. No, it's for the laughs. Anyway, anyway. title Pacific Rim. From MovieJuice.com, written by Mark Ramsey. <clears throat> is that is that any relation to Gordon Ramsey? Yes. Uh, Movie nightmare. The review starts. Even Guillermo del Toro gets the occasional rim job. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't put that on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot more, folks. But does oh, he boy. have to share it with the rest of the audience? 
It seems that alien life is entering Earth through a crack between tectonic plates deep in the Pacific. Or was it the crack between the plates and the heads of the folks giving Pacific Rim an A-minus cinema score rating despite being unable to spell A-minus? Maybe it was through the crack in my ass because this movie stinks. Whoa! Uh, and Aaron, feel free to use bleeps liberally. I don't know, man. This is just too good. Uh, alien monsters battling giant robots. What imagination! Mashing up the giant monster genre with the giant robot genre. Add some Legos in the $6 million man and you have perfectly captured my childhood toy drawer. The giant robots are operated by two pilots who lock minds in a neural bridge, which I appreciate since at least something neural is happening in this movie. Jeez. The pilots must synchronize their movements like a dance where one pilot massages the Pacific Rim of the other. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Not holding any punches. And they use giant pedals to move the robot's feet because pedals are inherently more reliable than computers. Just ask the professor on Gilligan's Island. I don't get that reference. There's a TV show called Gilligan's Island. We'll do. There's a professor. Yeah, we'll okay. do a marathon. Uh, no! <laughs> these giant monsters are so big, they evidently need two brains because one brain just isn't enough. Ironically, also true of the audience and the filmmakers. Look out! One monster spits acid. Yikes, these monsters are adapting. Today it spits acid. Tomorrow it will spit one-liners on Joan Rivers' fashion police on E. Wow. Monsters everywhere. Some in black leather is chiffon. Sure, you can check your brain at the door, but for Pacific Rim, do you have to check both of them? Uh, again, that's from moviejuice.com. The comments were uh, all variations of, this review is really bad. I agree. But I like it. It is a well-written wrong review. Yeah. He, this person's sure. just bitter, though. Yeah. They just like... <laughs> so I have to admit something. Uh, you, did, uh, In 2013, when I first watched this, I hated it because I was a pretentious film asshole. Who were your favorite directors at the time? Who do you think? I mean, I don't know. Who? Fisher's God! Fisher's God. That explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, why, I was the biggest asshole because my friend brought it over and he was like, super excited. He was like, guys, this movie's awesome. Let's watch it together. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then... Uh, you were not fun to be around. No, I, I was an asshole. Uh, and then as we're watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I bet this is going to happen. And then it happened. I'm like, yeah, fucking called it. Oh, uh, gross. Yeah, I, I'm not joking. I was an asshole. But uh, I rewatched it today, <laughs> and I love it. It's wonderful. It's great. Yeah, I, it's so much fun. The the one thing I will agree with his his point to a certain extent, the, the reviewer. What did he make? Um, it, it's a, a kid. Bunch of what, well, no, like the, whole, the toy thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a little boy concept. There's, there's big, scary monsters and robots. Yeah. It was fun. And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's... I think part of the reason I wanted to bring this movie to the table today is I agree at a fundamental level, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But there's also like a bunch of actually deep, kind of deep character work going on oh, here yeah. that I love. Like, if it had just been giant robots fighting giant aliens, cool, okay, good movie. Like, fun, exciting action times, whatever. See it once, forget about it. Uh, but this is actually like a lot deeper than that. It feels like it's almost dense yeah. with with, yeah. with the material that it does bring. It's so dense. Every single shot has so much going on. And and yeah. I, I know we, me and you have talked about it. We have before Kenny, but it's just it's true. Del Toro puts so. I mean he he. He loves when he started, movie. he's uh, a makeup and and visual guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he very much appreciates you know the color grading on the wood paneling behind you know, side character number 74. Like, he really goes into great detail yeah. about each individual aspect that your eye is going to soak in. And, and I think that you can tell that he loved this movie because I think he's he's mentioned in several interviews that this is one of his, this is his favorite film he's made. But this is his passion project, right? Uh, like, this is the thing he... Sort this of. is a blank check. Uh... Ooh, Isn't well it? done, James. Isn't it? Uh, sort of. Because I feel like so, Hellboy was his passion project. No, 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 no. Well, uh, so so here's where this falls in the development timeline of Del Toro. For several years, Guillermo Del Toro was working on an adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness. Uh -huh. and he's working on it 
for a while. And uh, at some point, he was even able to get James Cameron attached to it to Mm -hmm. produce. Uh, And Universal just kept going, no, there's no way we're going to give you the money for this. There's nothing commercial about it. There's a really lovely episode (coughs) on the podcast, Best Movies Never Made, about specifically this movie. And the script sounds wonderful. It sounds beautiful. And I think the movie would have been exquisite. But clearly, he hasn't been able to make that movie. This is his consolation prize because mm. he'd just done so much with monsters and he wanted to do something like this. And he was able to do Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah, and this is it. And whenever this movie came out, it was kind of a flop domestically, did well enough internationally that it was able to uh, warrant a sequel, uh, Sans Del Toro. Netflix and original. a ripoff called... Atlantic Rim. That's not... And, uh, and a porn parody. A, <laughs> called Rim Shot. No, a Pacific Rim job. It would like be called cool. Pacific Rim. <laughs> um, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and it's got a Netflix original series. What? Coming Is out it? too, yeah. What? Yeah. Del Toro? It was announced... Uh, no, uh, no, it's not no, attached no. to Del Toro, well, but the, the concept. Yeah. Um, I believe it was announced last year. I'm not sure if when it's coming out. Uh, but, uh, fun fact, it's not very fun. But uh, another tie-in to James Cameron and Del Toro is the fact that uh, James Cameron gave Del Toro the ransom money to get his father out of uh, uh, kidnapping. What? Yeah. Uh, Del Toro is from... The Mafia? No, he's from Mexico. Um, He's Guadalajara, I think. Um, He's from from, uh, Mexico, and his parents still live there, and he was living in California and working on a film. And his parents, and unfortunately with cartels, if they know you're of money or of status, they will try and, that's the people they try and exploit. That's scary. Yeah. So they went with Del Toro and they kidnapped his father. And if I'm not mistaken, for like 54 days, and the only reason he was able to live that long, unfortunately, and it's terrible to say, is because they know Del Toro had connection to power and to people, i.e. James Cameron. So he told Cameron, he was like, "I, I can't pay for this I, I have no way to get this and cameron fronted him the money and said i know you'll pay me back that's why whoa and that's... and gave him the money got his father out him his mother they i think his mother passed but his uh but now they reside in toronto and he st- said he's still to this day he loves mexico and when he won the uh the oscar uh, mexico celebrated him to no end and he said it's unfortunate that i, I feel like i can't even go to my home country because of of what's going on down there and because yeah. i know of because i am of status that i might <clears throat> be in more danger but so james cameron that's another tie-in that him and because i forgot i th- did he help with chronos or something i don't know uh but but cameron helped out with with del toro they had a past previously sure and and i mean they kind of have similar backgrounds if del toro is from creature design and just right. in general cameron is an illustrator yeah, and they're, and they're both, you know, uh, immigrants to America. They're they're both, you know, you know, Cameron's from Canada, uh, Del Toro's from, you know, just opposite exactly sides of the borders. It's exactly the same experience. Same yeah. thing. One's cold, one's hot. And um, <laughs> then, uh, but yeah, they had previous experience. And Del Toro was not of status yet. He knew people of status. Yeah. So it, it's really an interesting. Del Toro has an interesting life, man. Like, he just really loved creature features growing up, and uh, he was like, as a young kid, he was like, I want to do that, and then he ended up doing that. Nice. I want to drop a lot of Del Toro tidbits. I've been you waiting think, all day. You is, think uh, the there'll be a movie today. made about his life? No. It's kind of hard to depict that, I think. Oh, all right. Only because he's a very in, internal person, and, sure. and, and he... Really? I, I I believe like he he has his thoughts and his and everything and he de- and he brings them to life of course but I, I'm not sure how interesting it would be you know I mean it it I mean it would be wonderfully in, to me it would be interesting but I don't know how much of a market there would be for it What do you think of Del Toro just in general Alan Uh so I'm gonna be honest with you guys I am oh. not as much of a f- film buff as oh, okay. the three of you are sure. Oh don't let me in that category I'm right there with you man I don't know <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on this podcast. I thought you wanted to make films, though. I, I, yeah. No, yeah. You're that's, a filmmaker. That's See? a step Thanks. above me. We'll take okay. that. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, I want to make video games. Hey, right on. And you I do. do. You do. Nice. Uh, but you, need, you need a UX designer? Uh, All right. Talk fine. to me afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Hey. That's not a no. Uh, but... Where was I going with this? Uh, you don't know a lot of. Oh, great! Right. I, I, I got nothing. But you know Pac-Rim. Yes. And he did Hellboy. 
Yeah. And he yeah. did Hellboy 2, the Golden Armor. Shape of Water. It's, it's not only that I you want to... I didn't see Shape of Water. Grindy. <laughs> ah, that's good. I hadn't heard that. Say that on the mic. That... Say that on the mic. Grinding Nemo. That's good. Ah. There you go. Uh, they grind. I always l- love it when Olivia's in the studio. That, that's great, <laughs> man. Um, but you didn't just bring Pacific Rim to us. You called this shot months in advance. Like, I, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm sitting here thinking, at this point, I've been on the podcast once. Because this was before Wild Speed Summer. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Only a true fan would do that. Thank you, Alan. He's even done <laughs> tweets about it. Like, <laughs> He's put emojis. Oh. I I help with social media, man, and I've seen you put the emoji of the, <laughs> of the cracked cork in the parrot, and it oh took me a minute. God, I was like, so I was like, what is what does that mean? And I literally think like three days went by, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, oh that's better boy. than I could have hoped for. <laughs> that's so perfect. It's going in, Alan. It's going. In. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um. But yeah, b- before that had even happened, uh, and I was on the uh, Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. episode, I was like thinking of like, well, what are other things I could bring to the podcast? And I texted Kenny uh, or messaged him over Twitter, whatever. One of I, those things. We got in contact, I contacted with each other. Communication like, was made. Hey, yeah. I've got a couple other ideas of, hey, these are these are movies I could bring to the table. Uh, it's just Kenny Pacific like, Rim five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, actually, I think we were talking about doing uh, Pacific Rim, and now here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was... That was like four months ago. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Anytime thank you. we can sneak Del Toro. Great. Yeah, it's... Also, thank you for your $7. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll yeah. get to that at the end of the podcast. We know. <laughs> Someone, maybe someone's listening for the first time, Kenny. Uh, I've got some notes about this movie. Sure. I does too. Um, I meant to take no- In fact, I watched this movie earlier this week, mm-hmm. and my intent had originally been to watch it again today and nice. like take some more detailed notes. Nice. And then I had to work all weekend. Yeah. Gross. Oh, so yeah, I don't have any notes. Oh, that so we'll take it. Your notes. Well, well, luckily, wait, I, I've, can, I've taken some pretty detailed notes. Uh, can we say the name of your company on this uh, sure. All nah, right. let's just bleep it out just for fun. Yeah, okay. okay yeah, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> Shoot, I'm not editing it. Take oh, that. Bleep everything. I don't care. <laughs> Boop. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's one uh, less cool. bleep I have so, to do. So here are my notes. Uh, Gypsy Danger is cool. Yes. Yes. Uh, based off uh, World War II fighter pilots. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, it's just a cool name. You know what else is cool? Idris Elba. Yep. Who yes. originally was supposed to be Tom Cruise? Really? Oh, that he, it, it was originally no. offered to that Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise had conflicting schedules. Good. And Idris, I'm glad of it. And thankfully, Del Toro had been watching Luther and was like, hey, that guy could do it. <laughs> hot. I'll get him. Hot. Maybe not necessarily a hot take. I'll just call this a take. This take is one? Idris Elba's best movie. Yeah, I'll take Hands that. Hands down. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Side note, side note on that. Has Elba done tons of film? Not really, By right? this point, yeah. He's consistently been... He's been a guy where people have been going, he has gravitas, he's going to pop, and they keep putting pop, him pop? in stuff. Well, I've seen him more television. not Definitely. Not so much film he's, at this point. But they keep putting him in movies. Uh, I know at the very least he's done Tyler Perry's Daddy's Little Girls. And Thor. Oh. Yeah, he's in yeah. Thor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Heimdall. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's uh, right that's yeah, right. Thor where he's a hire because they know that he's going to be an actor that pops and they get yeah. him in there. Pop, pop. And because, I, I mean, at this point, American families are probably familiar with The Office. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was I, on The Office. I, oh, I re- yeah, he was. I really hate saying that that was probably people's first... I really hate if somebody watched well, this and we're like, "Oh, that's the guy from the no, office." His first, <laughs> his first exposure to American audiences is The Wire. Hands oh, down. yeah, that's right. Oh, Duh. yeah. I uh, watched that. Yeah, and he's so wonderful. He's oh. so. I'm going to be honest. This was my first exposure to him. Really, yeah. as Marshall yes. Stacker Pentecost. Oh, such Great. a good name. He was name. amazing. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. he yeah. nailed that performance. Yeah. Uh, 
Aaron, right here, can you put in the line, where would you rather die? No, stop it! On the wall? Or in the pilot seat of a Jaeger? That was my podcast. There's so many other. That was my podcast line. Oh, I've got. I was gonna say. Oh, I've got one. You can't, I've got one. You too. can't use the most iconic line well, from the movie yeah, because it has unfortunate implications for the future of this podcast. I mean, it is uh, past mean? episode fifty. <laughs> so shit, <laughs> guys, please don't leave me. We're fifty three. It's uh, well, this isn't fifty three. I would argue the most iconic line from this movie is. Today, we are canceling the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Well, and if you replace the noun in that sentence with podcast... Today, we are podcasting the apocalypse. <laughs> that could work. Right, that's right. Two for two on stealing my lines. You can, cut, you can just cut that stuff out and no, then you can say it. No. Uh, more notes. Uh, Charlie Day is cool. Yep. Can I ask one question back to yourself? Uh, please, uh, ask away. Is his call to arm speech up there? No. Okay. With, with the Christmas Day speech and the Independence Day speech? Yes. Nah. I, was gonna, I even, like this speech. Even a third place? Uh, yeah, I, that Independence Day speech. I mean, a, thir- right? a third place? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's great. But that's just because he nails today we are canceling the apocalypse. With yeah. The quality of the whole speech, kind of lacking, I feel It's like. a little lackluster, but I was I was listening to it. I was like, you know, I don't... I, I, yeah. I could can't... Can. I'll be honest. Oh. I, I remember the speech mm. being better from the first time I seen it. When I rewatched it, it's really just that line is so good. Yeah. So it's like a great line. Yes. The speech overall as a whole, yeah, I could see it not necessarily being up there. Like if I was listening to it in person, I'd be like, oh, when's this guy going to stop? I got to go die. Come on. And then if he, as soon as he'd be like, oh, okay, right on. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready for this. Okay, that was my side note. Cool. Aaron, you got some notes? Uh, oh, Charlie Day was cool. Um, Charlie Day is cool. My, my notes are. I like uh, how excited Charlie Day was. For the kaiju's, uh, Del Toro every time. Del Toro specifically wanted a rock star scientist, and they cast Charlie Day as kind of a diet Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it works. Goldblum tab. Um, yeah. I I have never understood why they thought the wall was better. Right. That was my first note. Oddly, I, like coincidental with um, our anyway. times. Anyway, yeah. Um, Del Toro loving this film makes me love it even more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. J- just because when you when you watch it, you're like, I'm really glad he was just giddy the whole time. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. He's just like dancing in his chair when people are doing stuff. Um, this might be a conversation. If not Hunman, then who? Anyone what? else? That I kind of felt the same way. Wait, Charlie Hunman. Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Sorry. Uh, Hunnam. playing uh Riley. Riley. Uh, Raleigh. Beckett. Raleigh. Yeah. Raleigh Packet. You mean generic white guy? He was a lot better on this watch through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably because a lot of the expect this movie came out in 2013. Uh, he's I've finishing got- Sons of Anarchy at this time. Oh, he's on something? I had no Yeah, he's the main character in Sons of Anarchy, and supposedly oh, um, that, without the hair. that role changed him. What? He's honestly, he's honestly on a lot of lists of actors where a role changed them. What? It, uh, it, it, is, it is a very uh, heavy role. That he's in in Sons of Anarchy. He's listen, a leader of a biker gang. Listen, your job as an actor is to uh, not uh, be careful, not to be that immersed um, with the character. If it corrupts you, I don't know. You're man. not doing your job right. You need to ground. You're spending yourself. you're spending sixty hours a week at minimum working on a TV show, and then you're also spending sixty hours a week being in the emotional headspace of that thing. Can see how easy it could be, and it went on for seven seasons. That that's going to take a toll on your mental health. Well, like like and and in in his role, he's like he's dealing with like his son being addicted to to heroin from a from the mother. He's there's he's surrounded by death. In one scene, he has to watch his best friend get murdered. Like it's a lot going on, and like he's got to deal with like maintaining the motorcycle club, which I imagine is difficult. I'm not a motorcycle club guy. Motorcycle I know club. I look like that guy. You do, but it's not my go-to. Um, but uh, yeah, he it was a difficult <clears throat> role, and supposedly, and I could because to me, he's kind of boring. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's kind of boring in this film. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, and and, and but like, and even him, he, he might be the worst part of the film, but it's still good. Yeah, and honestly, he's not the point yeah. of this. He's more yeah. just like, here's the generic stand-in viewpoint character. He has a little bit more personality than that, but he he is the lens through which we see 
everything else happening in the movie. He's, he's pretty. The, he's the Nick Carraway in The Great Gatsby. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, like, yeah I read books. That's You're right. It should books. have been Tobey Maguire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what I say. Man, yeah. Um, I was going to say Toby. Spider-Man Forever. Anyway. But, oh, that is what they should have called Spider-Man for. They should have cast Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit <laughs> should have been the star of this movie. Um, but yeah, so so Charlie Hunnam, um, he was in talks to play Flash at this time as well. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> Glad that didn't happen. Um, the person who plays Slash now is perfect. Marshall. Ezra something? Ezra Miller. Miller. Or Grant Gustin. And uh, Mako's relationship. Uh, Seems genuine. I loved it. Nailed it. I, it's. Uh, yeah. She is amazing. Yeah. yeah man. Mako yeah. is easily the best character yeah. in this movie. I'll say yeah. in. She's top five Del Toro films. Yeah. Whoa. For her character work, I, I think it was solid. I, I I she seemed genuine. I I felt her battles. It was just like when she drifts for the first time. And yeah, chases the rabbit. Mm, oh dude. man, and that little girl did great too. Oh my god, absolutely. Little Mako. Oh, fun fact: she sure. couldn't say Del Toro or Guillermo, so she called him uh, Totoro San. Oh, Totoro, so cute. <laughs> 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 and that's been Shame Watch. Close us <laughs> out, Kenny. I know I gotta see my podcast. But no, she's she's everything about her is great. Like the the fight scene is cool. Yeah. When when her when she's got to prove herself. Oh, so cool. Legitimately, it's great. She should have been the main character. Yeah, you're right. I, but sexism. You're she sexism. isn't. Thank you. I kind of feel like she is. She's not. No, she's not. She, I, she's I'm certainly not the viewpoint character. Yeah. Correct. It, it's just because Hunnam's pretty. There's one thing, but also I, he's I, the main character. I think she has the like biggest arc, emotional arc in the movie. Oh, definitely. Like, because Riley doesn't change that much. Riley. Raleigh doesn't right. change that much. And I'm going to say then Marshall right after that. And, and then, then I'm going to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I he would... gets excited, then more I, excited. I, I, I don't think... Char- Charlie Day's character does not change that much. The other scientist, and again, I don't know actor names, and I actually cannot remember... Herman, the guy who played Her- the Herman. penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herman. Herman Gottlieb. Herman has a more of a character arc than Charlie Day's character. Newt. Newt Giesler. Beautiful. That was a beautiful friendship that bloomed. Yep. Also, and we're not gonna talk about the sequel with regards to. That. I didn't see it. Or Is Charlie in the sequel? Yeah. Nice. Oh man. Mm, well, yes. Uh, unfortunately. Does he take control? Does he take control of Kaiju? Sort of. Nice. Kind of. Does he? Control Why do you look so ashamed? Well, <laughs> the stuff that happens. That's in the that movie, movie we should have watched. The stuff in that movie is based off that of stuff I that, Del, it. that Del Toro wanted to happen. I, I know that because he talks about that on the audio commentary for Pacific Rim, which is also a super great audio commentary. I was going to say, isn't it very long, too? I mean, it's or very dense. dense. It's so de- every single uh, mm-hmm. Every single shot has so much going on. It's yeah. a three-hour audio commentary. It is, and the movie is only two hours and ten minutes, <laughs> which is wild. Uh, He's it, look at darkness for 15 he, he has a term that I love. Uh where he talks about eye candy and he prefers eye protein. And that's oh. why his films are so dense because he's trying to stock the frame with th- things that are visually significant so you can be able to see something and be able to connect it with what's going on in the story. Nice. The nice. example that he uses whenever he brings out the term eye protein is the fact that there's two blue streaks in Mako's mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And if, in the flashback, she's wearing all blue and she's a character that's motivated by the stuff that's happened in her past and those blue Whoa. streaks are her carrying the past with her no matter Shit, where she that's is that's awesome eye protein man that's awesome would you guys like to play a tiny game yes. yeah i love games absolutely real quick is this the first doug jones list is this doug jones list what doug jones list yeah who's doug jones He's, we, he's, we've talked about him recently. We talked about him last week. Yeah. He's the guy who played Billy in Hocus Pocus. He plays Commander Saru on Star oh, Trek Discovery. Oh, the, the 
monster he, guy. Yeah, he's real okay. gangly. He played Grinding Nemo on The Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, thank you. <laughs> I wish I could say I came up with that. We'll take it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rally Beckett. Uh, Mako Moore. Marshall Sacker Pentecost. This movie is filmed with a whole bunch of fun names. So I've created a game for us to play called What's Your Pacific Rim Name? Herky, uh, what's his name? Hannibal Chow defines how he made his name. And I f- have a feeling that this is the way that all Pacific Rim c- characters were named. Because he took, uh, Hannibal Chow took his favorite historical figure plus his second favorite Szechuan restaurant. I have simplified it to just being your favorite historical figure plus your second favorite restaurant so we can all create our own Pacific Rim name. Oh, man, Kenny. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> My Pacific Rim name would be Armstrong Giordano's. <laughs> That's really oh, good, though. Yeah. That's a great name. Really so Armstrong Neil? Neil Armstrong and uh, Giordano's. Giordano's, the wonderful Chicago uh, stuffed crust deep dish pizza place. It's a good pie. My it's Pacific Rim name would be Armstrong Giordano's. All right, Armstrong Giordano's. Which uh, way should we go? Alan, are you ready or James, are you ready? Uh, I've got one. Oh, jeez. Go, Alan. Uh... I'm going to go with Turing Conan. <laughs> Wait, one more time? One more time? Turing Conan. Turing, okay. okay. Turing is Alan, Alan Turing. Turing. Wait, what goes into this name? What? <laughs> what, what how, do you, how do you make... Like, uh, uh, favorite cut, historian. Cut this part out. Okay. Uh, favorite historical figure plus second favorite restaurant. You got okay. it, dude. Okay, uh, so Turing, sure Turing Conan's. Who, who's Turing? Alan Turing. Alan Turing. Um, a lot of people regard him as like the 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 father of mo- modern computing. Oh. Um, did a bunch of work with code breaking in World War Two. Um, and then Conan, uh, Conan's Pizza. Yeah, I was gonna say Conan's <laughs> Pizza. Oh man, I love that. What? I love the vibe in that place. Yeah. How, how are we defining a favorite restaurant? A second favorite restaurant. Oh, that's even harder. De- define Jeez. it however you like. Yeah, you just do whatever you want to. This is a completely arbitrary game that means nothing. <sighs> no, lots right on this. Can't say Waterburger. That's a weird. Name. <laughs> you, you want me to go? You want me to go? I've got. Yeah, one. you got one. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, Schindler Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Thank you for going. <laughs> Olivia's not on. Hold on, we gotta we gotta decompress it because we've decompressed the other two. We have to decompress the third. Tell me we do. Wait, say, wait, say it one more time. Oh sure. Wait, wait, wait not yet. Tell me when. Oh man. I just you know I think it's there's a lot there and. Uh, uh, okay, repeat the name that you just said. Sure, uh, Schindler <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> is my is my Jaeger name. Uh, Even so. a second time, it's still good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying so on that. Oscar Schindler. Yes, the person who <laughs> had a list which and saved a lot of Jewish people. Knowing you. That's real genuine, which oh, is yeah, no, wonderful. Yeah. He's my he's my favorite. Yeah. Your second favorite. Yeah, it's Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. It's B Dubs. Yeah. That's good. So I'm gonna go really cute. Um, I would say Goodall Versailles, which is after Jane Goodall. Oh. Because uh, she's amazing. Yes. And she's still alive, which is awesome. And Versailles is this Cuban restaurant in Miami. It's probably one of the most famous uh, restaurants out there. Nice. Yeah. Unlike everything else that's been said here, that one actually sounds like a legitimate name. Yeah, that's also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say yeah. Kenny's is Giordano. Yeah. That, that's actually, yeah, that's good know. too. Schindler <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, is it real? Hey, Come on, Schindler guys. Buffalo, that might be a thing, maybe, <laughs> but you had to put the Wild Wings on the end. It's of the it. full title. You're right. That's name the- of his first child. Oh. <laughs> no! No! Uh, it's too late. It's canon now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Son, I'm sorry, but yeah, I said it on the podcast. I said it on the podcast. And you know how we do bits in this family. Commit to the bit. Yeah. Aaron? Okay. 
So, oh man, this is, guys, I like a lot of restaurants. It's hard to put a second. Um, for me, it's gonna be Cesar Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds pretty legit, though. Yeah. That sounds uh, pretty legit. Uh, I like, because uh, the only second place I can think of it's is Waterloo, Waterloo Restaurant. Sure. Um, they make a really fantastic uh, skillet chicken. Really, really great. The water's okay. Yeah, the water's good. Um, and Cesar, uh, for Cesar Chavez. Yeah. Um, but Cesar Waterloo, I feel like that could be someone's sim character name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, Their second life. Yeah, that's their second life character name. I feel like I've, that, I'm number 400 on that list, if I'm making a guess. Um Okay, but that was, that was that was a fun, a fun game. game. Thank you. It was great. Thank yeah, that you. was uh, that was probably the highlight of this podcast. That was it's all downhill from here. Yeah, it's. Thank you, Olivia. That uh, you should get a Twitter just for that to be your handle. Just, um, but uh, Ron Perlman's in this. Ron Perlman's in oh yeah Del Toro's movies. Uh, yeah, I love how he just gets eaten. It's fun. Uh, you, you watch till the end, right? Oh, yeah, he he comes out, doesn't he? Yeah, he knifes his way back out. That's right. You of, want, of he still gets eaten, though. He does. That's right. It's you fun. want another uh, fun tidbit about the film? I yes. would. He got to keep the shoes. Hey. Really? Okay. And his wife had the gold melted to make heels. Oh. That's a power move. That's a power That's move. That's a power move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Ron Perlman. Okay, so, uh, sidebar. Sidebar granted. Sidebar. Granted. Sidebar granted. He's a good. Li- oh, Olivia. Sidebar. Olivia. Sidebar granted. Thank, Thank you. you. He's a handsome man, right? Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're what, talking yeah. Hannibal Chow again. I don't know. Yes, Hannibal Chow. Yes. Kaylee uh, said he's yeah. not. What? Kaylee said he's not. Kaylee doesn't know what she's yeah, talking she about. Yeah, she said she would know what she's talking no. about. She a lady. But she said he's he's not handsome. Hey, Olivia. He's not my. Get type. on the mic. Get on the mic. He's not my type, but he's got some nice qualities. I like Olivia's mic voice. Thank you. Because <laughs> he's it's very sweet. He's, he's a handsome. Uh, he's a rugged guy. Is that is that a good term? Yeah. He's 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 got he's got a strong jaw. He's got he's, a strong jaw. He's also in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, so he's a co-star with Hunnam on that show. But he's got a strong jaw. Played uh, the first live-action Beast. In oh, Beauty what? and the Beast, yeah. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. In okay. the television I, show. I thought you were talking no, about X-Men. No, not X-Men. Sorry. Like, what? Sorry. <laughs> um, That'd but, be perfect. Uh, yeah, graduated from University of uh, Minnesota. Um, he was Hellboy. He was Hellboy, the original Hellboy. He was also in Blade 2. Um, like you said, he was in every Del Toro film. Yeah. Wait, is he, he in Shape of Water? Probably. Was he in Pan's Labyrinth? Probably. Oh, I think he narrated. That's a good name. And if I'm not mistaken... He's also in a video game where he speaks French. Nice. And uh, I'm just saying, his French voice, even even Dude, hotter. Dude, French is the best language because yeah. like, it sounds so pretty. Portuguese is Spanish French almost. Oh. So that's a pretty language. Okay. It's, it's, two, okay. it's, it's two love languages together, or romantic language there together. Yeah. That's a, it's a, it's a pretty sounding uh, 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 language, but uh, sidebar over. All right. And sidebar. And sidebar. And sidebar. And sidebar. Thank you. We got it. We're closed. Uh, We can't talk about Perlman again. Closing time. Copyright. Can't do it. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so now that we're on to him, um, he plays... Is he like a black market kaiju pirate? He's selling bone powder. For $500 a pound. Yeah, man. What would you do with it? Do you snort it? It's a I fertilizer. Assume. Is no. that what he said? No, 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 no. the it's, crab's fertilizer. Uh, oh, no. that's right. It's it's uh, you know like normal fertilizer. It's, a, uh, <laughs> it's an a, aid. So drugs. It's an aid. So like, what would it? Do? It's a. Uh, it's boner powder. Oh, nice. Oh, gotta get that boom, erection. Boom, boom. Gotta it, get that boom boom. Is boom. that a Pacific Rim name? Boner boom, powder. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Might be um, a touch on the nose <laughs> um but yeah i yeah that's uh yeah i'm still talking thinking about roman like he's just he's a handsome dude um all right we get it this was <laughs> this was kaylee's first time watching this flick how does she think um why don't you go get her huh go get her no nah, because then she's gonna have to bring the dogs up yeah you're um right. it was a it was a whole lot of silence 
until the dog came out in the oh max the bulldog <laughs> max the bulldog that's one of my notes max the bulldog he's so cute he's cool he's a he cool dog cool. good yeah. dog good pup he's a good pup yeah. um but uh this was her fr- i didn't think she was gonna like it it's a real like i said it's a little it's little boy concept you know it's it's robots and, and monsters and uh she had some questions about like kaiju and stuff like that uh but she said it was good she said it was good right. so i i right. think I, I, those dogs man they're going at it right downstairs <laughs> um but yeah it's uh i think olivia do you have any uh reference to this film no i've never seen it okay have you heard of it pacific rim yes yes, yes i've heard of it okay. but i haven't seen it okay. okay right on right on um it's so it's uh it's on my scale <laughs> It's on your scale. You're yeah. gonna have to be so much more specific. Have to watch. Something? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's it's on my 100 list. Where okay. is it? Yeah, what number? No, I don't number them. It's just you have to. Where know. is it? Hey, hold on. You hold, have on. To, hold on. 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 You have to number it so we can give it to Alan. That sounded really cool <laughs> in my headphones. Um, we need to give him extra content. Hold I feel on. really guilty. Forty-five. But yeah, 45 feels, right. 45 feels right. comfortable. Right. I'll take the over. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it, it shouldn't be on the lower half. Cause Under. We're <laughs> doing all right? Middle. Because I, 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 Which one of us is right? <laughs> all of my Del Toro films are top 50. Mm-hmm. Just Wait, without a doubt. Where's so Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, where's Pan's Oh, Labyrinth. Pan's is top 10. Oh. Pan's is top 10. Shape of Water might squeeze in just about 14. Um, but to me, Pan's Labyrinth, I just love that film. It's a, it's a, an adult fairy tale that, that talks just, it's just so wonderful. It, it talks about this, that just, oh, it's such a good Can film. Can we watch Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. If you, oh yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Okay. I haven't it, seen it. I don't blame you. It, it's, I, I haven't I seen a lot of movies. I haven't either. I saw Great. It. Let's watch it. Let's I saw it. it once whenever it was in theaters and I, that's a movie that I went, cool. I'm never going to have to see this again. Well, you're you were wrong because <laughs> it's 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 so dense. No, it's a lot, and like in all honesty, like I could get away with watching it every eight years. And Much that's like I Le Voyage de la Lune, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch that. I, once still, a year. I still have two more months before I have to do my watch. Okay, <laughs> it's only half an hour, and it's good cinema. All right, James. Good lord, go quit showing it down her throat with it, jeez. Oh. In black and white. We know. Um, but yeah, uh, just revolutionary at the time. No we get it. Um, this was you the watched th- the film theorists on YouTube, and suddenly you're a scholar. Hot take: What if Palpatine wasn't dead? Here's proof. This was a <laughs> Guillermo del Seven Cal- ways that Han Solo secretly survived falling out of a giant chasm. On a blown-up space station. <laughs> Great film theorist. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so glad that you genuinely earned that 1.8 million views on YouTube, despite the fact that you're right. not doing film theory. You're not doing it. That's not film theory. You're postulating. You're <laughs> postulating. Film theory is about looking at the established language. Uh, I feel like you have something you want to get off your chest. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, Guillermo del Toro's and Guillermo Navarro's uh, oh boy. first uh, digital film. Oh, that was perfect! It's really gorgeous. <laughs> it really is. It's it's, it's, it's first. Eight it's probably. its first digital film. Um, it's oh, uh, man. Wow, that was heated, Kenny. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> It's genuinely so irritating. Are you mad that nobody listened a- to your comment on YouTube and now you're just taking it to a podcast? Uh, I, don't you know, the on, oh. I don't comment on YouTube. Uh, I don't. I do. Because there's so many just normal people whose first experience with the term film theory is going to be with the clickbait film theorists. Yeah. So then they're going to go, oh, they're film theory. No. No, it's not because they're not talking about just basic cinema language. You should watch uh, Cinema Sins as your first. Oh yeah, most definitely. Gotta subscribe. That's your first like, go-to in film theory. No, Absolutely. No. Do you want a show on flat films or film theories? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Guillermo means William. <laughs> oh. Just 
fill-in trivia time. Great. Um, so, but Alan, what was the first time you saw this film? Uh, so first time I would have seen this film, I'm, I saw it in theaters. I saw it. How many times? 2013. Uh, only once. Okay, right up. I, I'm not the sort of person that sees films in theaters more than once. In fact, most films I don't watch You're not more insane. than once. Yeah, I'm right not. Up. Again, I'm not a huge film buff like the rest of the people in this room. I just had to see The Hustle multiple times <laughs> in theaters. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I am that I am that way about video games. We want to talk about video those. game. Uh today, yeah. uh without thinking too hard about it, let's go with Chrono Trigger. Okay. Nice. Right. Nice. Right. What's the most recent one what, what's the most recent game you've played? Uh most recently that you been, haven't worked on. That I haven't well, I don't play the games I work on, but Good. uh <laughs> uh the most recent game I played that I haven't worked on, uh Anodyne Two Return to Dust. Okay, oh. I've not heard of that one. Yeah. I've been working my way through God of War. You ever played Tetris? You ever yeah. played Tetris? Tetris, yeah. Right yeah. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. How do you feel about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, whoa, I okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> did you play three? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, if you oh, want, oh, 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 if you oh. ever want to branch uh, Shame Watch into Shame Play, no, it's got to be Game Watch. Ah, that's good, Kenny. Well, we have to well, buy that domain. That's true. Oh Taylor yeah, does that podcast. But although, she lives in. Um, although shame, else now. shame play. Stephen Hill, right? Yeah. Mm. Nah. Shame play. Point is, is, I could do an episode on that franchise. I could do a lot of episodes on that franchise. That's a whole mini series. Yeah, that's... it's a lot like Wild Speed Summer. <laughs> nice, perfect, <laughs> perfect. And the Twilight Saga. <laughs> God. Just, just... But Anyways, yeah. um, but when okay, but yes, I saw this. I would have seen it in theaters with a group of my friends here in Austin, um, and we all just loved it. It would have been shortly after I moved back to Austin from Norman, because uh, I graduated that past May, moved back to Austin, hadn't started my new job yet because it got pushed back a couple of months, so I ended up. Uh, basically not having really anything to do for a couple of months and saw this movie with some friends during that time. And uh, it really struck with us the concept of drift compatibility. Um, who Do you think, this is a question to the group, Yeah, is there someone you think you are drift compatible with? Aaron. Uh, <laughs> my best friend, Patrick Scholl. <clears throat> the, oh, what's Patrick? Patrick, I love you. I'm gonna say Kenny. Nice. I mean, I've been I've been best friends with Patrick for 20 years, so like definitely be drift compatible with James. All right. I mean, I'm gonna say Alan. I'd probably be drift yeah, compatible. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It works. Um, but the the idea kind of struck a chord, and that's part of the reason I love this movie so much. Um, we actually, so I guess sidebar. Granted. Uh, granted. Granted. Sidebar granted. Great. Thank you. Um, so we actually, if you have played any video games yes. on the Nintendo Wii. I have. Well, while the, uh, yes. Uh, wild their Wii controllers summer. are a... <laughs> wild Wii Summer? Ah, oh, that was good. Okay, I'll allow that. <laughs> How are you so funny? Uh, uh, speaking of being funny. Um, you have... One of the standard controller configurations is you have a Wiimote in one hand and you have the nunchuck in the other hand. Yeah, the dongle. And we started playing games in drift mode where one person got one uh, half of the controller and the other person got the other half. And it usually works out to one person controls the like torso and the arms Uh and the other person controls the legs and the movement. That is Uh, fantastic. And I've played through... Twilight Princess and the huh. entire Metroid <laughs> Prime trilogy like that. What? What? It's great. It was a lot of fun. First That's... off, first off, how great the entire is Metroid? Metroid Prime trilogy? Yes. Did they remake that? Did yeah, they, 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 they re-released it for the Wii really? so that you have the motion controls for all three games, which is great because I love the motion controls in Metroid Prime 3. Yeah, I never finished any of those games, but I got real... It felt like really far. I felt like with those games, I felt really smart because you could scan stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm a- 
<laughs> I'm a meta human. I'm yeah. I'm amazing. There, there's a lot going on there. I wish I could replay those games. I can loan them to you at some point. Let's talk. I don't have time. Yeah, I know. I doing UX design boot camp. Oh I feel the same. It's anyway, it's not Bowling Green, Ohio. It's UX uh, design. Sidebar over. Sidebar over. over. Ended. Um, this yeah, Kenny, you said this didn't make a ton of mo- uh, money. It didn't. Um, domestic. Speaking yeah, domestic. Of that, it's 180. Well, the budget was 180 to 200. Walked away with 411 at the box office. Not terrible. Yeah, most of that is also international. Yeah, as well. Wow. I imagine two thirds of that. Um, because people didn't know what to make of this movie, uh, because it wasn't Transformers, and additionally, it was original. It was a quasi-original IP. Yeah. So there, people are like, this looks dumb, even though people had gone to see Transformers, but Transformers has IP attached to it. Pacific Rim is an unknown quantity. That's true. And, and then I'll, we only know Kaiju like with Godzilla, and we're like, it kind of looks like Godzilla. Monster movies have never really been that successful here, except for, well, King Kong. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, the go- recent Godzilla movies have kind of strong-armed their way into being successes, but that's because just nothing else has been out, and even the last Godzilla movie wasn't really that successful. Nor Kong Did it come out already? Yeah. yeah. Clearly it had not oh. that successful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh, it, it did its job, and it got its right. I wouldn't trust that because that's also got a recording or uh, oh. warm ups. Well, I think it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. I'd like to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Bop a boop, bop up, splat. Splat. I'll allow it. Thank you. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, hold on. I got to pull up my copy real no, quick. Hold. Hold. <laughs> hold. 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 Holding. Hold. 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 Hold mine, mine. Hold, hold for me. I haven't been hold, able to stop thinking of Nemo since, <laughs> since Olivia Nemo. brought up grinding Nemo. Yikes. The rotten. So, t- so is it like, <laughs> just his penis Old. that's paying like a uh, clownfish, or is it just like, what's going on? Damn it, I was trying to put something on social. Oh, I'm sorry, Olivia. You, you need a light to know when we're. She's I'm holding sorry. her phone up. That's ah, so she holds the phone up all the time. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Olivia, I'm sorry. Okay. If I could just oh. get Olivia off of her phone and pay attention to the damned mashed potatoes that her mother works so hard on. Dad, I said I like potato salad. Fuck you! <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes game is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by a pass-fail system, that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people liked it. Also, that sound was Aaron seeing something that he liked and making a Totoro sound for Real it. Quick, Totoro! Nukes is a Midwest thing, right? It's real popular in the Midwest? I honestly don't know. No. I, I know there's one here in Austin. No. Yeah, there's one downtown. Um, Never heard of it. And they occasionally deliver to work. And that's how I found out I like their food. There's, hey. a, nu- there's a Nukes up north, too. <clears throat> there's one downtown. There's one, there's a, one up north off Great Hills Trail. I used to live off there. I walked there one time to get some. Near 183? Yeah, 183. That's the one I went to. Yeah, that's a good one. For the listener. It's uh, near Trader Joe's. For the listener at home, Aaron looks so casual while talking about nukes. It's (laughs) It's, kind of weird, actually. Because it's a casual place. I understand his. Casual dining. His arm is up. He looks like he's giving testimonials for some commercial. (laughs) Probably some sort of medication. Now, look. I'm going to say 43%. Okay. Jiminy Christmas. We're just trying to have a conversation, unlike other podcasts. We like to keep it light. I've had their chicken and dumplings. Pretty good. Um, They have have something for everybody. They got pizza. Out of 286 critical Uh, reviews. Wasn't a huge fan Starting with James. How many? What is 286? (laughs) (laughs) James, what's your guess? 43. Why 43? Uh, I don't think the Chris loved this. Unbelievable. (laughs) I don't know. Right? Cool. Aaron? 70. 70. (laughs) Why 70? Because I think there are some people like, yeah, this is cool. This is critics, though. Oh, critics. Damn. Sorry. My bad. Change that to 60. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Alan, you can go higher, lower, stay the same, or you can just run away. (laughs) Alan, come back. (laughs) Alan, use dig. That's a Pokemon reference. Did you say Alan, you He said use 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 dig. dig. That's a Pokemon reference. Alan, use 
<laughs> Alan, stop using. Stop! Stop! Is this our most raunchy episode? It is. Episode? Yeah. When we're talking about Pacific Rim. I guess. <laughs> putting my phone away. Yeah. <laughs> smart. Aaron, smart. use the use the bleep. Uh, sixty one. Sixty one. Why sixty one? Uh, because I am unreasonably competitive, and I know understand how this game works, and I, I think just, it's more than sixty. But a, I don't know how much more. What a jerk. Yeah, what a yep. jerk. Yep. Uh, Alan is the closest without going over. What? Hey, look. <laughs> what? Uh, and Aaron would have won if he hadn't subtracted. The correct no! answer is 72%. What? Critics? Yeah. I don't like this well, game. Also, because critics <laughs> love Del Toro. Yeah, critics right. love Del Toro. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, but the audience number might be completely different. Or it could be the same. It could Find be. Find out one now. <laughs> You, you, you guys out of tried a uh, Fireball oh Cafe? That's over there by Nukes up north. Uh, I haven't tried it. So uh, is it good? It's all right. It's like, they got a lot, they kind of like Jack in the Box where they do a lot of things, but they're not like oh, great at one. They do a lot of things okay, but yeah. nothing great. Yeah, yeah they got like Wally's Burger. Wally's Burger? No, it's not. Uh, it's up north. A friend, my my ex girlfriend works there. Oh. So I've no? never had it. Oh, Sorry. I was going to say, so yeah. No, so no I actually, reasons. no, I'm still on, still on good terms, but. Oh. You know what we do need more of? Culver's. I only know two yeah. of in town. Yeah. That's a, that's a Midwest thing, right? Culver's? Yeah. Yeah, Culver's. The cheese curds squeak. Though that I did, means something. I, mm. I don't know what. I never had a Culver's until I moved to Austin, oddly enough. Oh, wow. This yeah. is the first time I've heard of Culver's. Culver's, really good custard. It's fine. The custard's fine, yeah. Um, the burgers are edible. We're going to say uh, 57%. I oh, I was going to say 62%. All right. Everyone's coming right out the gate. 62, which only leaves Aaron for guests. <laughs> we don't have enough wiener schnitzels, by the way. <sighs> just want to make that apparent. Sometimes I just want to grab a dog. You know, that's not Sonic. You want to you wanna go? It's up north, dude. Or San Marcos. And I have lasagna in the oven. Ugh. Yeah. I'm going to say 77. Yeah. Uh... Out of 193,782 ratings, Not one enough. of you is right on the money. James Tite. The correct answer is Aaron. Yeah! Oh, 77%. Because I was going to say, it's not going to go over 80, but it's it's going to squeak in there with enough people saying, hey, I brought it because I came so I could take my kid to watch this movie, but I liked it. Which is probably what would have happened if Aaron was five in 2013. Sure. Hey, Aaron. But he was 19. Hey, Aaron. Yo. When you podcast with someone, hold on, <laughs> you feel like there's nothing to talk about. Please, talk, go slower, please. I just don't want to regret all the things I never said out loud. You are literally watching the movie with the subtitles. So you, that's James Copperberry. I, I can't memorize the whole line. I have shit to do today. <laughs> oh, on. I've got one, too. What's yours? Uh, Aaron, do you have one? had three (laughs) (laughs) did i steal all of your three do it all three have been taken so i will say this was originally in japanese but i'm just gonna say it in english the podcast wants the tiny little dude (laughs) that's funny cool i'm gonna go and then you're gonna start reading the copy over it it's a shame watch podcast podcast a uh, shame watch podcast podcast shame watch podcast podcast it's the shame watch podcast show it's a shame watch podcast podcast shame watch shame watch podcast shame watch shame watch podcast I can't hear anything it's a shame watch podcast podcast shame watch podcast shame watch podcast podcast it's the shame watch podcast show it's a shame watch podcast podcast Podcast, 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 podcast. That's been our episode of Shame Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our theme song, and to James Garcia for our artwork, and to Olivia Suarez for our social media. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Shut up. I, I can I can turn the volume down. It's fine. Okay, thank you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Shame Watch Pod. 
Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon, our Patreon at patreon.com slash shamewash. It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. Until next, oh shit, I have to do the patrons. Yeah, you gotta do the patrons. Come on, uh, thank you to Kenny Madison. Have Austin, Texas. Aaron Osalinas. Have Austin, Texas. Gene Fight. Uh, Bowling Green, Ohio. Alan Smith. That's me. Have Austin, Texas. Bradley McPherson. Of Tulsa. Okay. And Jennifer Steinberg. Of Austin, Texas. Until next time, our watch has ended. Dive at your own risk. It's the Shame Watch Show Podcast. It's a Shame Watch Podcast. 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 podcast.